This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Check in with our guy, Ryan Horvath. There he is. Looking Ryan, like he's first in a off, white room. You're, you're, looking, you're looking better, pal. You, do, you are. You are looking better. That's good. I'm, uh, I'm sorry about the game last mm-hmm. night. Have, have you had time to think about it and uh, recollect yourself a little bit? Yeah, it's <laughs> been a brutal uh, 72 hours. I, don't, I still don't really feel all that good. Like right now, very clammy. I look like I'm in a white room because I'm actually in my bedroom. Here's my pillow. I got my heated blanket going right now. I have some Kleenex right here, and I ordered some chicken noodle soup from Panera Bread two hours ago, and it's still not here, so that's oh, no. not cool. That's... Probably should have made my own soup, but anytime I get up, I'm a little dizzy, and I was starting to feel a little bit better, and then I watched the Green Bay Packers last night. If you're going to be sick, like I kept telling myself, okay, you're going to feel better by Monday. we got a big week. We're going to be at National Harbor. I'm excited for it. Everybody's going to be out there. We'll be watching the World Cup live. Uh, the Packers are going to be one game below 500 back in the postseason playoff race because the NFC is a dumpster fire. Just beat Dallas. But uh, everything I worried about, you know, just just came true. Like Ryan Tannehill, they actually did a really good job. Like I kind of predicted against Derrick Henry. They, they usually do a yep. solid job shutting him down. They put everybody in the box. But the problem was they allowed Ryan Tannehill uh, it looked like he was Peyton Manning out there and exposed their secondary for over 340 yards passing. So it's terrible. Season over. Um, their only chance of getting into the playoffs is to win out, and I don't think this team's going to win out. They have Philadelphia coming up. You know what's the worst part is you try to think happy thoughts, getting a little bit better, break your temperature, and then you remember your Christmas. Your Christmas is going to be spent watching this team that you just watched get absolutely carved up by Ryan Tannehill. Now they have to, on Christmas Day, take on the Miami Dolphins. Like, what do you guys think? Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Tua, name your running back, Mike McDaniel. Like, what do you think they're going to do to that fraud Matt LaFleur, that fraud Joe Barry? And here's what pisses me off the most, you guys, right? Like, every year, there's the scapegoat in Green Bay. It's either the special teams coordinator, which rightfully so, they usually stink. It's usually the defensive coordinator. They've done this with Dom Capers. They did it with Mike Pettin. And uh, now it's Joe Barry. And somebody stinks. It's either Brian Gudikins, who drafted all these dudes. They're all first-round picks. Or Joe Barry, the coordinator who stinks. And I think when it comes down to it, it's probably Joe Barry. Because who in the hell made the decision to hire the defensive coordinator from the 0-16 Cleveland Browns like they were the worst defense in the league and this guy has a job so uh season over for Green Bay I'm trying to like look forward to happy things that are coming up like college football you know and like uh, exactly we're gonna this weekend Ryan we're gonna get to your college picks next segment but let's run through some of these NFL games let's start with the Bears and the Falcons Atlanta minus three 
at home. The over-under is 49. Did you have any plays in this Bears-Falcons game? So I actually took the Bears, and um, I think I heard Trista give out the over, and I was thinking about the same thing. And the reason that I'm actually going to take the Bears in this game, like both teams are going to want to do the same thing, right? Now all of a sudden the Bears are the number one rushing attack in the league. They've unleashed Justin Fields. They allow him to leave the pocket. And then you have Atlanta, who's fourth. But the last two weeks especially, their offense has kind of got figured out. They haven't really been able to put points on the board. Mariota looked terrible in that primetime spot. And Atlanta has literally the worst secondary in the league, where I think Chicago's pass defense, even after trading away all those dudes, is still like 10th in the league. So I think that's going to allow Chicago to stack more guys in the box, try to shut down the run, whereas Atlanta's not really able to do that because their secondary will get exposed because now the Bears actually have weapons with Chase Claypool and Mooney, and St. Brown's been pretty damn good. Yeah. So I'm with Tristan on the over, but I actually took the Bears plus three to cover as well. I think they might even win this game outright. I think they're trending in the right direction, whereas Atlanta's probably heading towards where we thought they were going to be this season, which their win total was four and a half. Mm. I like that. I like that a lot. I really like Chicago in this spot. I like Justin Fields rushing, rushing yards prop as well. It's 69 and a half. If you look what he's been doing just since the bye, it's been ridiculous, man. He's, he's running for over a hundred yards in some of these games. So 69 and a half, you have to imagine he's going to be their really their primary guy running the ball now that Khalil Herbert is gone with an, with an injury. I think both you guys are on the right side. If you like Atlanta, I would just take them on the money line. I think this could easily be like a one or two point game. I think the Bears plus three is probably the right side. What it comes down to for me, both of these teams, whichever one is the favorite, I don't like. Right. I like the underdog. We've seen both of these teams when they've been favorites. You look at Chicago last week against Detroit. Lost outright. You look at what Atlanta did on that Thursday game against Carolina. Both Carolina games couldn't cover either of them. So I like both of these teams as underdogs. And then as favorites, I don't like them. So I think Bears plus three. You guys are on the right side there. Ryan, what about Browns and Bills? Obviously, this game's made a lot of headlines. It's being played in Detroit. So now the total goes from at one point being 41.5 all the way up to 49.5 with this game being played in a dome at Ford Field. And the Browns are coming off an embarrassing loss against Miami. Could not stop that offense whatsoever. And now the Bills are are really facing some question marks for the first time in a long time. They continue to struggle in these one-score games that come down to the wire. First off, are you surprised that the spread dropped from 8 to 7.5 going indoors? And who do you, what do you like in this matchup? Yeah, I thought the spread, I thought it would probably go back to the original number, you know, the original total, or maybe actually, you know, go up a little bit higher just because I think this obviously favors Buffalo because you have Josh Allen who's dealing with this injury. So uh, I originally actually played Buffalo, and because the location was changed, I had the bet canceled, which works out. Now I kind of want to play them over again, but I've been stuck in bed and still no word on when I'm able to legally bet here in Maryland. So I was thinking about maybe shooting you guys a Venmo or a text. (laughs) Yeah, we can do that for you. For sure. I, I mean, I know that it seems like Cleveland's the right spot, you guys, but every week, like last week I made Cleveland my best bet against Miami. That game was over going into the second quarter. Like, sure, yeah, they could run the ball. And sure, and Jacoby was pretty dang good in that game. And I know they're getting, they're excited about getting Deshaun here soon. But Jacoby's not the reason this team stinks. This team stinks because, like, all three of us could run through holes on that defense. It's terrible. I mean, they're the worst, one of the worst run defenses in the league. So I'm done with them forever. And I think this is probably a get-right spot for Buffalo. 
you know, and Josh Allen dealing with that injury, not having to play in the cold weather. I, I, I like the Bills in this spot. And one other quick thing. I, I hate when people talk about football weather. And sure, like a snow game is fun every once in a while, but that's not perfect football weather. Those games no. are so boring to watch with like, you know, the wind coming in 50 miles per hour. Nobody wants to watch a three to zero ball game in the NFL. So I'm glad that they moved this to a dome. I, I like the Bills. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm looking at different ways to maybe play the Bills. And if you look at them just in terms of like first half totals, I believe that this is one of the greatest. Yeah, they're six and two to the over in first halves. So I'm looking at just this first half, 25 and a half, and maybe that looks seems high to you. But the Cleveland Browns actually, they're six and two covering first quarters. And I think that they're almost 500 covering first halves as well. So I think that they will be able to put up some points in this dome. I like the over 25 and a half first half. Mm. Bill's first quarter team total is six and a half minus one. Oh, I like that a lot. Minus 130. To I like over. that a lot. Bill's six and a half. I like that too. This is a stay away for me. I don't know how you can back Cleveland right now. Ryan, you brought it up. I mean, their defense just can't stop anybody right now. And, you know, another thing that's not getting talked about enough too. Deshaun Watson was back at practice this week, taking some reps with the ones. And, and now with him back in the mix, you just have to wonder what's what's the psychological temperature in Cleveland right now? Like, are they just worried about Deshaun now? Is everybody all in on Jacoby still? There's just too many moving parts in Cleveland. Buffalo, they're going through this stretch that Kansas City did last year where Mahomes was turning the ball over. He was throwing interceptions in the red zone. And then we all remember that Sunday night game against Las Vegas that flipped the script. No. The Bills are going to have that game over the next couple weeks where it's they're going to flip and everybody's going to be like, oh, the Bills are back. It might not be this week. So that's why I, I don't want to lay the seven and a half with them. But the Bills will be uh, will be just fine. Your first half over, I think, is a good look as well. Ryan, next game, Eagles and the Colts. Th- this is an interesting one. The look ahead line was nine and a half. And then obviously the Colts win Saturday's debut against Las Vegas. We all know what happened with the Eagles on Monday night against the Commanders. I'm shocked not only that this got under the seven, but that it stayed there all week. It's been six and a half all week. What are you doing in Eagles-Colts here with the total at 45? I'd maybe like the Colts if it stuck with like what the look ahead was, which was eight. But man, anything under eight, I'm not going to take that, especially how upset the Eagles were and all the post game remarks from Jalen. Like I know that's narrative based, but they just lost their first game of the season. And the Colts defensively, with all the injuries, just haven't really been what I thought they were going to be when I bet them to win the division. I actually kind of like what I saw from the Colts offense, you know, with this 30 year old OC and Jeff Saturday taking over for the team. I still can't believe that they trotted out Matt Ryan. They remembered That's that crazy. Jonathan Taylor was on the team, you guys. So what I did here was I played the over in this game at 43 and a half, and I would probably still go over like all the way up to 46, even though it's over the key number. I just think the Colts offense could actually have some success. Like Philly struggles to defend the run, which everybody's going to talk about. We already know that. Jonathan Taylor should have a big week. But also, as good as the Eagles' secondary is, they struggle only in one area. I think they're the number two passing defense in the entire league. But defending short passes, passes seven yards or less, they're 27th in the league. And we know if Matt Ryan's out there, he's obviously (laughs) not pushing the ball down the field. So I think they might be able to dink and dunk their way down the field and then set up the run game and actually score some points. I don't know if they'll be able to cover. And we know the Eagles are going to score some points. They're pissed off. Like if A.J. Brown's healthy, which I worry about what went down, you know, in primetime because I played his props and he had one catch only in that game. But 
I just think they're going to score some points. I think the Colts may be able to score some points. So I like the over in this game. And I know it's a stupid trend, but after a loss since Jalen Hurts has taken over as starting quarterback for the Eagles, the over is 7-2 and two following the loss because he's going to be upset and they're going to put up points. Sirianni's going to figure some things out. And I think the Colts will score some points here, maybe keep it close. I just I don't trust them to cover. I mean, it looked good the first game with Jeff Saturday, but – who knows, maybe they turn around now and it's a disaster when they play a real team. So I like the over in the game a lot. Yeah, I that's a really good look. I'm going to make a note of that too. I, I like that total, especially considering that the, the Eagles defensively have allowed, you got the commanders who went over, sailed over. You have yeah. uh, the Houston Texans, that game sailed over as well. Like the Eagles defensively, are vulnerable, right? And I do think that it's going to be a, has a possibility. That's a very low number. My favorite play, and I do like Colts minus six and a, I mean uh, Eagles minus six and a half. Excuse me. I like it a lot, not just because of the narrative, but they're just a much better team. And really, the line yeah. should be like nine, eight and a half, nine. If it wasn't for these two teams going in completely polar opposite directions, right? Mm-hmm. In the last weekend, uh, Eagles losing to the Commanders in a really weird, fluky, gross fashion, and then the Colts being this exciting story. So I like that. But my favorite bet is actually the Eagles team total over 13 and a half in the first half. Like this is just, this is probably the, my top lock really in, in the NFL. I mean, they're number one in the NFL in first half scoring. They're eight. No to the over in first halves as well. So that kind of goes with your narrative, Ryan, and your play. I would like, I would probably play the first half over in that game as well. If you look at it, it's a, it's 22 and a half. Yeah, I like that a lot. I could see 24, yeah. 26 points being scored quite easily in this one. Um, they're just a very fast starting team. Like like you said, what was it, six and a half in the first quarter for them? Uh, Yes. Yeah, I like that as well. I, yeah, I like the Eagles minus six and a half quite a bit. I just think there's being too much of an overcorrection made from what happened on Monday night. They had four turnovers and they had three lost fumbles. Like that stuff's correctable. It won't happen again. It was fluky. And... You know, the Colts, they were so built up for that Raiders game and everybody was giving them such a hard time for the hire. And now it almost seems like people are like, oh, wow, like maybe the Colts can kind of save their season a little bit. Matt Ryan came back, looked really good. I think the the Eagles are going to remind people that they've been the team that we've been seeing for most of the season. So lay the six and a half with the Eagles. I like them quite a bit. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.